This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 965 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today, Hillary Moore Hebert, senior editor of Dressage Today magazine and dressagetoday.com, joins Dressage Radio Show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Phil Parks to chat about training horses as individuals. And then the discussion moves on to the pitfalls of pinholing your pony into a training regime or according to what breed it is. And we'll get right to our tip after this message from Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. If you've ever had a horse with diarrhea, you know what a frustrating problem it can be. Finding an ingredient that works to dry up the diarrhea becomes a high priority. It turns out that researchers have found one, a yeast called Saccharomyces boulardii. It has been proven to improve and halt episodes of diarrhea. It supplies specific nutrients to the lining of the small and large intestines, and these nutrients promote healing of irritated tissues. It also supports improved starch and sugar digestion in the small intestine, reducing the opportunity for imbalances to occur in the hindgut. Nalox Advanced, made by Kentucky Performance Products, contains Saccharomyces boulardii, along with a blend of fermentation solubles and stomach buffers. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of any age that are suffering from diarrhea. It also supports a healthy digestive tract in horses at risk for gastric or colonic ulcers, such as performance horses or any horse that is constantly on the go and exposed to stressful situations. For best results, Nalox Advanced should be fed on a daily basis. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. So now focusing more on training stuff, uh, this month is our Baroque issue, which I love. I I think there was a shirt I saw that said, I'm going Baroque, and it showed a little, you know, (laughs) fury horse underneath. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of cool. I like it. <laughs> I just the got focus, it. <laughs> the focus is on. <laughs> speaking of vacations, it. horses, and you know, nonstop. I'm. I don't have a PRE, but I'm definitely going broke in the sport. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so we had a focus on that, which I think is really fun because I think that it is talking about a lot of different things, and um, one of them that uh, we have is. Um, Nicholas Fife talks about training the horse that he has that um, he has going that is a PRE. Um, but I thought it was really interesting because we did this interview with him about training them. And his answer wasn't like, oh, you know, you need to do this, this, and this. He said, I treat every horse as an individual. So don't ask me about the breed. I just look at what their strengths and weaknesses are, and I tailor the program to that. I thought that was really, really interesting because I think that there's kind of this um, approach now where people say, oh, 
you've got the Frisian and they tend to be a little bit out behind and kind of tight in the neck and you have the Arabians and they don't come into the contact or you have, you know, mares and they tend to be a little bit squirrely sometimes with the leg. But, you know, I thought it was interesting for him to say, okay, I look at every horse and I just look at them for who they are and I uh, create a program based on that. And it was really refreshing, I thought, for him to, to kind of think about it like that. Because I think it's something that I do, but I think that there is kind of that, oh, I specialize in this breed or this breed. And um, I'm not sure that that's clear of an answer. It's sort of saying, okay, maybe there's things you should look for, but you really should treat them as individuals. And I was wondering if you guys have had experiences with, horses of a breed or, you know, a gender or whatever that might have taken you a bit by surprise. Yeah, I, I actually had a, a, my first Lusitano that I've ever trained. Um, uh, he's been here for a year, and um, it was a really interesting experience for me. And, and I went in, my client um, very much wanted either a Lusitano or an Andalusian. Um, that was what we went to purchase. And I flat out said, I don't have any experience. I had ridden, I had, I had helped someone buy another one at one point um, in my career, but I really didn't have a lot of knowledge of the breed. And I said, okay. So we went and we bought this wonderful horse and you know, yes, he, he is different to ride for sure, but the principles are the same. You know, um, he would have a really nice, beautiful ne- headset and the and, and neck and the owner says, oh, he looks so great. And I'm like, you know, he's not on the bit, actually. He's not really coming from behind. He's not really going to both reins. Um, so I learned that with him. Uh, you know, it, it, it's all the same stuff, really, at the end of the day. Um, so I, I really enjoyed the experience. Really, really fun horse Re- and, and fun experience to train one. So, um, you know, they're fun to ride, too. I mean, he's like a little poor. I rode him in a horse show, uh, fourth level, and then I got on my big warm blood, who's uh, clients who who is you know eighteen hands, and did a training level. And let me tell you, the little Porsche was the way to go. He was fun, so that's my experience. And it, it, they were very fun, but really working on a solid, true connection from behind is what we had to do all the time. So that was my experience with him. Yeah, I think no matter what the horse, I mean, you have to you have to stick to the training scale. I see sometimes people are like, well, you know, this is a such and such horse or whatever, and 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 they they don't really need to work on this or that, and and you know, I think that's really, you know, you don't make excuses for horses; they have to fit in the training scale and they have to achieve, you know, whether it's a PRE or Frisian or or a thoroughbred, they have to, they have to achieve the the levels of the training scale before you get to move. I think you know, with uh, with these horses are super good at collection, right? You know, with the Yes. The uh, up and down trot and that and and you know you can you can really jump a lot of steps if you just want to do PF passage, right? I mean this is just an example, mm-hmm. but um that's it's not okay in the end because you have to train everything else and you have to develop the horse and you have to you know get the right muscles and get the back really working. That's something that that uh that's so important in every single horse and and not to be blind to those things because it has a fancy up and down movement. So I think when you can do that and you break it down and you and you really let all horses progress at their own pace, but but um, stick to the basics, then you're going to do a good job as a trainer or a rider, and and uh, and 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 not say, well, this is a such and such type of horse that is never going to do this, right, and is never going to achieve that throughness through the back. They can all do it. You might have to 
be, be creative with your training and find some, some different ways to go about it. But, you know, um, every horse that we have in the barn, you know, you take fresh eyes on, not just when they come in, but, you know, on a day-to-day basis, on a monthly basis to say, where are they at now? Where are they at now? And continue to, to develop your training plan for, for every horse. Yes, of course, they have tendencies as horses this but you know uh they they might uh, they might be able to you know to get through that quite quickly you know the problem that okay yeah the frisians are a little out behind well not not every single frisian is out behind and and if you don't take a fresh look at the horse from time to time you won't realize that it isn't out behind anymore or it never was or or whatever and and you know um really evaluate the horse all the time and reevaluate and reevaluate reevaluate your training plan and be able to change it and and uh and i think i think then you do every horse that you ride a, a good service by by not pigeonholing them and, and and by not jumping steps and 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 really stick to your stick to your guns stick to your plans stick to you know what you've learned from your from from your own trainers and and uh and not go around that plan so and i i like that idea a lot of what you're saying um, it is going to be the tip I put in my back pocket for kind of assessing all the time because especially with show season, you know, say, for example, you're riding two tests in a day. You take the horse out and they're tight the first test and you think, okay, I need to, you know, ride them to loosen their back a little bit. They aren't into the contact. I need to, you know, fix this. That may be a totally different horse than what you had at home you know, for the past week because of just circumstances, how they're feeling that day or whatever. And, you know, you need to say, okay, this horse feels a little bit different than what I am used to. Yeah, sometimes your show plan goes right out the window, right? I mean, that's why you need somebody on the sidelines to say, hey, is this what, you know, is is this, am I feeling, am I evaluating this horse right? Like, is this what is going on? They say, yeah, now we need to make a new plan on the spot. Sometimes that happens. Yep. Um, and, and you need, you know, somebody to, to talk about it with that, that's really helpful and, uh, and, and being uh, open to that idea, yeah, right? Being like open to understanding your plan. that your horse can be changed. Yeah. Well, there you go. If you enjoyed Reese and Philip chatting with Hillary all about things dressage, you can tune in every week at dressageradio.com. You can also find lots more tips on topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the Topics drop-down menu on the left. Or, even better, you can have every single one of your favorite horse radio network shows with you wherever you go with our free app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can download it today. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. To find out how you can become a listener like you, Go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the Become an Auditor's banner in the center of the page. For as little as a buck a month, you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for nifty auditors-only perks. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.